Good morning, everybody. My name is Ryan Hayes. I'm back with another episode of Cast of Champions. It is Wednesday, December 2nd. Um, so I have uh, Jax Forrest and Noah Noniger here on my podcast. I made an attempt to do this about a month ago, and as I tried to load the podcast up, I had uh, some, some difficulties. Um, the, the file kind of got encrypted or whatever it is that happens to files as you try to load them, and I ended up losing a the whole podcast which is a good podcast so i had to reschedule it and uh here i am a month later probably about uh 20 23 25 days and until christmas um i could tell uh one of these wrestlers that i'm talking to he's excited about christmas because he seems to want to count it down on his instagram um every day so hope i think he's expecting something pretty good so we'll probably try to figure out what that is when I talk to him. So I have, again, uh, Jax Forrest and Noah Noniger. So, uh, Noah, Jax, how are you guys doing? Uh, I'm doing good. Good. That's great. Uh, so, you know, I want to kind of start back. I want to kind of work our way up to this point. Um, what you guys to talk about, you guys both are Super 32 champions in the uh, middle school division. Toughest tournament. Um the toughest tournament you're going to find, people call it the toughest preseason tournament. To me, it's just the toughest tournament. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, so we'll start out with Jax. Um, just tell me about a little bit about how you got started in wrestling and then work your way up to this point uh, to the Super 32. I mean, feel free to highlight your ups and downs and what's kind of gotten you to this point. Yeah, so – um my dad wrestled when he was in high school and college, so he always wanted to have a boy that wrestled, and I was the first boy in the family, so I was the first one to start wrestling. I'm pretty sure I was four, and then there was this club called Hurricanes that we started going to, and I would go with some guys down there, but then that club ended up shutting down, so we went to Crew, and Crew has been open for a while, but then that shut down last year. So now I'm pretty much just going around to different clubs and different states, wrestling with different people. Tell me about some of the places that you've uh, what? I've seen you. Yeah, what's up? What would you say? Yeah, tell me a little bit about some places that, you, that you've that uh, you kind of visited to get competition and get practice partners. I know you've been combat. I know you go to a Kendrick summer. I think you did. So the – you know, club team towards uh, uh, University of North Carolina. So tell me a little bit about um, all those clubs and how it's impacted you. Yeah. Um. So it's just a bunch of different moves that I've learned. And most of them I've encountered and done in my wrestling matches. And some other clubs that I've gone to are just ones in PA, like uh, one Chris Ramos does American Dream, uh, Combat or Compound in PA, and then Malvern. NPA and it just like oh. all the different talks that they do because a lot of them do mental talks they've just got me back to like being good mentally so you, here lately I see you do a lot um, a lot of sessions with uh, Josh Kim did and that's who uh, have really kind of prepared you for the Super 32 so tell me a little bit about that and the impact that he's had on you yeah so he I just start, I've known him for a couple years because he used to do the UNC practices, and I'd go there and do them. 
with some guys that would go over there. And then he moved over to Virginia, so I hadn't seen him for a little bit. And then when he moved back down here, I just started going over with him, like staying for a week or something. And I'm pretty sure the Soup 32 week was the first time. So I was just getting used to it. And it was just – it helped my weight get down there because the practices were pretty tough. And it helped me just get back, like, mentally straight and ready for Soup 32. All right. And then going into the Super 32, what was your mindset at, you know, that you uh, that you think you would win it, that you just think you would place? Just tell me a little bit about that. Uh, I was the one seed and going into it, I knew I could win it. I know I was the toughest kids in there I could beat and have beat. But I wasn't really – I just tried to get ready mentally because I knew physically I was going to be ready. But for me, a lot of the things are just mental. Yeah, for sure. Uh, Noah, so tell me a little bit about kind of your experience in wrestling and, and, and all the way up to Super 32 and how, you know, how, the, the mindset you had to kind of get into the, uh, you know, the, the, the wrestle and, and just kind of compete and get to get to the finals and, and just all of that. Like where you where you've wrestled at and other clubs. Just tell me a little bit about your history leading up to now. Yeah, um, my dad also wrestled in high school and college. And he didn't really want me to wrestle when I got to the age I could. But I really wanted to wrestle growing up. And when I was, like, two years old, even, I'd just sit on the side of the mat and just watch his practices. And then once I got to, like, four, I was almost five, I think, I started wrestling, like, full-time. And then I started getting better, and my dad started coaching me more. And then I got to where we got mats in our basement, and we started wrestling in the basement. And then a couple of years later, I started going down to Ramos's and PA. And then now I go to Ramos's and Josh Kendick's. And sometimes I go to NPR because Ramos will do clinics up there. And the week before, I also went to Kendick's for training before Super 32. And that helped me a lot. So you guys are no stranger to, uh, you know, tough tournaments. I know you guys uh... – Wrestling all the tough tournaments in the country, uh, you're on all the toughest go bracket teams and 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 all that all that other stuff. So now you guys are really getting ready to prepare for for high school. Um, what's what's that preparation uh, been like? I mean, it's going to be very very different from the, you know the middle school. What are you guys looking forward to when you get into high school? Uh, we'll go with Jacks first. So what I'm looking forward to is just like getting my name out there to colleges and just improving myself by wrestling with the best guys and wrestling with the best guys will get me better so that I can be the best that I can be. Um, and, and you know, what are you looking forward to in high school? Um, I'm looking forward to having a good team and we've been building it up a little bit and we've been doing really good practices and stuff with everybody. Uh, I'm trying to get stronger and I'm lifting more now and I'm happy that I get to go to, like, Super 32, and there'll be, like, way more kids. There'll be over 100 kids in my weight and stuff like that. Now, I, and, and I, I know, Jax, I'm not sure where you're going to go to high school at. Do you know yet, or what's what's been a game plan? Because that, that's, that's pretty much unknown, an unknown question about you. Yeah, uh, so next year I might end up getting held back just because it's what a lot of the guys do. So if that happens, then we'll probably be looking at a high school in PA 
And there's a couple that we're looking at. One of them is the Bishop McCourt, where most of the compound guys will go to and are going to. And then, like, there's a couple areas that, like, uh, the M2 area, there's a couple schools in there that my parents are looking at. And then, yeah, I think that's about it for now. Well, and that and that's good. I know a lot of it's like you said, a lot of the parents they they do do the whole whole bath thing. That's kind of that's kind of just been something new that that that's been going on. Like yeah. it's a lot, and, and I say that in a sense of a lot of kids feel embarrassed to be held back because, like, even though they're being held back for something athletically, you know, the f- people are going to automatically think it's because. You know, you didn't make your grades, which I mean, Jax, I know you make good grades, but you, you know how it is. A lot of people want to just stay with their friends and be with the friends that they started out with yeah. uh, in kindergarten. So I get the whole that that part of it. But again, you'll be, you know, a, a, a lot stronger and mature as you, uh, you know, hit your senior year and go off into college. Yeah. Uh, so, Noah, what about you? Now, I know you're from the Virginia area. Where were you? Where were you go? What would be your high school? Where were you? Uh, I'm gonna go to Stan River in Virginia. Uh, I have a house. We have a house on the lake now, so that'd be cool. On the lake, you gonna fish? Yeah. You fish a lot up there. Um, we were, but not right now. Uh, well, I mean, it's pretty much cold. Yeah. I, I wouldn't be fishing either. <laughs> Hey, so so so, how big is that lake? Uh, it's huge. Can can let me ask you this question? Say that this guy named Ryan Hayes wanted to come up there and fish on the lake. Would, would you let that guy? Yeah, you have to talk to my dad. Yeah, yeah, I'm pretty sure. I, I'm pretty sure Chip would not have a problem with yeah. it. <laughs> I'm pretty sure Chip wouldn't have a problem with it. I I'm always looking for spots to go fishing at. I actually got me a uh. I had got me a Lake Norman plug, man. So when I need to need to go down to Lake Norman and fish, I'll go. I'll, I'll call. I'll call my guy up and go fish. Um, that's just something that I do. Speaking of that, what what are some other things that you all do as a as sort of hobbies? You know, away from wrestling. Uh, we'll go. We'll start with you, uh, Noah. Um, I like collecting football cards a lot, and I like playing football. I don't play a lot of video games usually. Um, what am I doing? Um, I just like playing a lot of games, and I'm really competitive. What uh? What, when you you said you don't play a lot of video games? Yeah, I don't like play on the Xbox a ton. So what are the what are the games that you play that are not like video related? Um. We played Sorry last night. I have Twister in my house. I have Sorry at my house. I have I have a ton of games in my house that I play. Yeah, that's good. Sometimes video games take you uh kind of messes up a lot. You know, people, especially kids, man, you'll see a lot of them just sitting in front of the TV playing video games and, and motivated to do absolutely nothing. Um what about you, Jack? What are- um, so something that I've been doing recently a lot is playing is playing Madden on my phone, like Madden Mobile, which is pretty fun. Right. Um, I like going fishing, but the way I use 
I have a fishing pole and one of those cast nets that like you throw out and it opens up and then it goes down and then you can like catch the fish while it brings up. And then I'm a, I like food. So I'll eat a bunch of food. Like when I get bored, I eat a lot of times. And then uh, I love, I love playing different sports like outside in the backyard, like shooting basketballs or throwing the football with my brothers and my dad or just going out and working out, like going on a run or just like a workout. For sure. So with you, Jax, what was the first thing after a good performance at, uh, at a tournament? So you won a Super 32. What was the first thing that you that you did after like a good performance? What did you do to celebrate? Did you go? Did you go somewhere eat? What 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 is what did you do after a good performance at a tournament? Well, so at, after Super Thirty Two, we were in Myrtle Beach and it was Sunday, so we had to drive home. But as soon as I got off the mat, I was just like giving a thanks and hugging everyone that was around. And then for dinner, we actually went to Wahlburgers that was on Broadway at the beach. For for sure, I've been there before. Yeah. What about you? Yeah. What about you know? What what are what is something you like to do after a good performance? Oh, well, after I was on Super Thirty Two, I had to take a ton of pictures, and then I got a smoothie and watch Jacks wrestle and watched him win. And then we left there, and I went and got crab legs because we were deciding if we should get crab legs before the tournament. I said only if I win, and then I won, so we went and got crab legs. I had crab legs, and that was the day. Right. Um, as a as a young wrestler and young athlete in general, um, who who inspires you to to be the best that you can? Like somebody you look up to. Like what is a person that inspires you, Noah? Um, probably my favorite wrestler is Spencer Lee right now. I look up to him. Um. I don't know. I like both my coaches. They have really good speeches all the time. For for sure, you know, I I I was able to have Spencer Lee on this podcast twice um, while he was in high school, and I will tell you, he's a very very interesting uh, individual, um, very very knowledgeable on the sport uh, and of the sport and. He, he actually as a as a actually he did it, he did it competitively, but he he shot the bow. He was exactly uh, one of the he was one of the top bow shooters in the country, so he can actually shoot the bow pretty well, which is surprising um, when I asked him about other things that he did. Um, and the podcast after that, the second podcast I done with him, he talked about his experience uh, being a drill partner. Uh, for, uh, I forgot the guy's name in the Olympics that, but he, that guy flew him down or with him to be his drill partner for the Olympics. So he got to go to the, uh, the Olympic had, he was able to stay in the Olympic housing and train, uh, train with those guys down there in Brazil. And I talked to him about that, that experience, um, I want to say the guys, yeah, but yeah, he's a he's a good he's a good dude. What about uh, you, Jax? Who are who's someone that inspires you to, um, to, to? Uh, my dad definitely, and my mom. Just my parents in general, they do. 
And then all my coaches, because they always try to push me to be the best that I can with all the mental talks and making me better. And then outside of, like, people that I know, I would say probably Rocky Balboa. Yeah. I, I, I tell you, I grew up watching the Rockies and then they're all the well, I don't want to call it remakes. I mean you did have Balboa, then the Creeds came out and yeah. they're all they're all off of the same generic movie, but the the Rocky movies are you can watch those movies every day. Yeah. Um actually actually like I said, I love all the Rockies. So with you, Jax, um everything right now as far as tournaments and, and, and high school um, is of the uncertainty because of COVID. Um, so tell me, tell me what, what's your thoughts been? I mean, has any of this kind of uh, paused your, your, paused your drive to get better or, you know, what, what, how's COVID affected you? COVID has actually probably affected me to the positive side rather than the negative because my school got closed down. So it's all virtual. So I've had more time to travel to different states and train, like at Ramos's and Kindig's and going up to tournaments earlier because I could just be on my computer at school being up there. Right. You know, I'll tell you this. Um, I There's this virtual thing isn't bad. Like, I think that even when all of this COVID stuff is is able to subside and be a little bit more controllable. I think that I think that the virtual side should be an option. I mean, uh, and I say that because if you some sometimes it's better for kids, you know, to, to be home. Some kids like being home, or I think it should be an option if a kid wants to come to class or or stay at home. Now most. Most parents obviously are going to want their kids to go to school and interact with other students. So I'm kind of thinking maybe spend three days, maybe spend three days in school and two days out of school. I mean, there, there's some good in all this because kids like you, like you and, and like Noah, you guys have other things that you're doing. And it's good to be able to get to a wrestling tournament a little bit area, a little bit earlier and prepare and get used to the atmosphere and, and all that other good old stuff, or let's say you were wanted to go on vacation over the weekend. Well, maybe you can leave Thursday night instead of having to wait to leave Friday because you could just do virtual on Friday and, and already be there. Like I, I get it. There's a lot of good to come out of it. Noah, what about you? How do you feel COVID's affected you? Uh, well, like the first week it hit, I had to take off and like from going up to like PA and stuff, but. I was still working out in my house, like, full-time and stuff. And then after that, I've just been training even more. Like Jack said, it just made me train more. Like, I've been going, like, every week or every other week. It's basically, like, I get home and I'll stay there for a couple days and then I'll go again. And it's just made me train way, way more. So, and I'll, and I'll start this off with you, Noah. Um you're you're wrestling at a high level and in order to get on that high level you have to have the the partners to push you um what do you expect if 
if I'm coming in and I don't know you and I just happen to be the person that has to practice and drill with you that day, what would you expect out of me as a partner to help push you? And, and also you, and then also like to where you're pushing me, what, what do you expect out of, out of your, your practice partner? Um, good looks and paying attention and knowing what to do. So you don't have to get shown like 10 times before you get it. And, um, stand in good position the whole time, not just like standing around, um, working really hard. Don't just like stop and talk and stuff. Don't talk like at all. <laughs> he said, "Don't talk at all." I, you know what? I'm, I'm with you on that. Um, uh, trust me. I mean, you, you get a bunch of kids that'll just take four and five and six reps off, um, and want to talk the whole time. What about you, Jack? Uh, one thing that my dad has always preached to me is about pushing the pace and like me do it harder, so that if I do it harder, then he'll do it harder. So just to right. get like as many reps and as many good reps as I could. You know, something that I, that, that I see and sadly I see it in a high school room is just a lot of times, and it shows in our competition, people like to take reps off. It's like if we're shooting double X and I, and I take you down, it shouldn't take you, 20 seconds to get back up and get back in position like it you know i i hate that till no end and and you know you see it a lot and you all have learned at a young age to not do that i mean if you're going to be out there it's kind of like it's kind of like you jack like you you've driven you know two and a half hours one way to a practice and you didn't drive two and a half hours one way to practice to have a partner that's just going to be lazy because it it, it, it doesn't it doesn't make sense to to do that. Um, so in in the in the practice room, just in general, what what kind of room do you want? Like what what what's the best practice? If you could just pick the best practice setup, Jack, what would it be like? What kind of room would you want? Uh, uh, I don't really know. I'd have to say one that does like so like a warm-up some technique some harder drilling and then live like so you get different aspects of wrestling in one practice like you can get the conditioning the technique the endurance and the live yeah i understand that well what about you know what's your what's your idea practice room um I'd like it to be, like, a lower number of kids, not, like, 50 kids where the coach can't really get to everybody and it's just a mess. But I'd like it to be a lower number of kids and them all work hard and stuff and a good warm-up and then get some technique and drilling in, fast-paced drilling, and then maybe spar a little bit and then go live. Yeah, because – you know, it's good to have a lot of people in a room, but you don't want it to the point where when you're taking somebody down, you're falling on top of someone else. Um, so, yeah, it's good to have that uh, that part where you're – where you just got a, a small 
this is a small small room where the uh, you know where the coach can get around to everybody, uh, and, and you know just and it be good good and be competitive. Uh, who, Jax? Who is the one person that you would like to kind of drill with? You know, that's on a high level that you hadn't drilled with before that you just really want to drill with. If you could just get a a thirty minute just session with him, uh, Jax, who would it be? Um, probably someone like Spencer Lee or one of those guys that aren't like humongous compared to me, where they're bigger, but I would still be able to like kind of do it on them, like during drilling, and they wouldn't just kill me during it. Right. Like some of their moves or that he does are just like really good and he could show me some moves, that would be cool. That'd be cool. And I'd just be able to hit moves on someone who's one of the best in the world. For sure. Uh what about you, Noah? Uh I'd say the same thing, but if I had to pick somebody different, it'd probably be Henry Cejudo. He's so slick. Did you ever get a chance to talk to him at the uh, Super 32? No, I didn't. I was just focused on wrestling when I was there. Right, right. You know what? And you focused, and, of course, you you won. What – you know, so we talked about what you wanted um, out of a drill partner. What do you expect from – what do you need from your coach to get to work? You're the best you can be. Uh, we'll go with – we'll start with Noah. Um, well, I'd like him to give, like, good speeches and stuff and talk to us, like, through stuff. And um, sometimes fast-paced practices, sometimes just, like, technique and stuff. Um, get good conditioning in, push me, like, really, really hard. And uh, just show me good stuff. What about you, Jack? Um, so mine would probably be around the same, but I would also like him to like keep it interesting, so that, like we know we're going in there and we're not doing the same thing that we did the day before or two days before. Just like keep changing it up, keep us on our feet, toes, so that like we don't know what to expect. Expect we're just there to work hard. Um. Yeah. So, what is uh, Jack's? What is the biggest mental challenge um, to 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 improve in your sport, to, to improve in wrestling? Uh, mine uh, would probably be usually if I would get taken down first, I would start to, like, shut down and I just get frustrated. Or if I'm just wrestling someone who, like, stalls a lot because I'm a person that wants to score points so I can, like, tech them or something. Or just break them. So if I was wrestling someone who's like a big staller, I'd start to get frustrated out on the mat, which is something that I've tried to work on, and I'm working on with my dad. Um, for sure. What about you, Noah? Um, I'd say mentally I'm pretty good, but sometimes like when you're um in like positions and you've got like certain moves you can go to. Just like thinking through while you're in that position, just really thinking and going through it. Like when you're in practice and stuff, so when you get to the match, you've got it. 
So you were you, you talk about you talked about your you know your moves. What is your what is your go to move when when you need when you need those points? You just need that that those just the win a match. What is your go to move, Noah? Um, outside is usually where I'm at, and I hit a lot of low singles and misdirections and sweeps from outside. And then if I'm inside, like in a tie or something. I have a lot of underhooks to like um, throw bys and snowplows and stuff. Oh, for, yeah, for sure. Um, what about you, Jax? Uh, mine would probably be a quick takedown. It would be an elbow pass. Usually, I'll just go out there and I'll just grab elbows and I'll just throw it by. And usually, if they're pressuring in enough, they just like fall to the ground. Um. So. When you when you're out there wrestling, Jax, um, you know we talked about the mental side, but what's how does your attitude in general affect the way you wrestle? The way you wrestle. Uh, usually, it's if my attitude is positive, then I'll wrestle better. But if I'm like going into the match worried or something, I'll be content to score, and I'll just like not go out there and hit my moves. I'll just be looking out there to just to keep the match close and win when I should be going out there no matter who it is and just wrestle and try to score as many points as I can. Uh, what about you, Noah? Uh, usually when I wrestle the best, it's when I'm excited and ready to go. When I'm, like, um, tired or, like, just not happy or something, I don't wrestle as good usually unless I'm just really mad and then I wrestle pretty good. Right. So how how hard, uh, Noah, how hard are you uh prepared to work, you know, to achieve what you want to achieve in wrestling? Um, I work as hard as uh any coach wants me to work, I guess. Like whatever they want me to do, I'll do. For sure. What about you, Josh? I mean, I'm gonna work as hard. That's what I think I need to get to the level of what I want. So if that's to that's to win NCAA's, then I'm gonna work harder than everyone else because everyone else isn't gonna be a national champ. So after high school, um, I mean, of course, wrestling through high school and, and doing great in high school. What is the ultimate achievement? What where, where do you want to be at when it? When, when it's all said and done and your body says, Jax, you can't compete at a high level competitively anymore, what would you have want to um, have already done? Uh, I want to I want to win four high school state titles. That's my goal. And then in college, I want to win nationals and I want to go undefeated in college going – like a four-time national champ because only four people have done it, and I want to be remembered as one of the greats. And then after college, I wanna, I wanna try to wrestle like in worlds and Olympics, and I'm just gonna compete until I can't doing those. All right, Noah. So, what would be your ultimate achievement um, in this sport when it's all said and done? And your body's broke down and won't allow you to compete at a high level anymore. What what would you have wanted to achieve? Um, in high school, I want to win a Super Thirty Two title, 
and definitely four state titles. Um, then when I get to college, I definitely want to win an NCAA title. And then uh, once I get to Olympic and world level, I really want to try to make the world team and win a world title and maybe an Olympic. For sure, and those you know those are some 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 goals, and and you guys have high standards um, for yourself, and uh, you guys are looking, you know, you guys are looking to, uh, um, you guys are working hard um, to to achieve those goals. You're working harder than a lot of other people um, are working. I mean, you just got to, I mean, you, you got to put in the work to do it. I mean, you can't just sit there and and. Like the other these other wrestlers and just not do anything, yeah. or you know use use what we got going on in this country as an excuse and it's killing me because a lot of people a lot of wrestlers are doing that. Um, how how do you bounce back, Noah, from a poor performance? Um. Well, sometimes you might need a break, and if so, take a couple of days off and recoup, and then get back to work and train really hard. Uh, you got to watch videos and see what you did wrong and fix those problems and just get back in the room and work harder. Uh, Jax, what about you? Um... Uh, so what I would usually do is I would go back, and I, even though it's not very fun, I'd watch the matches I lost. And my dad, I'd watch them with my dad and my mom, and they'd tell me what, I need to work on and what I need to do better and like mentally and physically. And then usually my dad would tell my coach for whoever I'd be with that week, whatever practice. And then the coach would usually pull me aside and tell me a couple things. Yeah. And uh, Noah kind of alluded to it. And I'll start with you. How do you know when you need to take a break? You know, a lot of people, um, they'll practice every day because they think that's the right thing to do. When in all actuality, you do have to take something off to let your body kind of uh, rehab and, and recruit. So how do you know when that when, when it's that time for you, Jax? I would say when you're like – when you're almost like getting forced to go to a practice because you know that it's not fun and you're not, you're not wanting to go and get better. It's like a – it's like um something you have to do instead of something that you're like able to do. Right. What what about you, Noah? Um I'd say when you're like mentally drained or something, you might need like a couple days off, like two or three or something. Or maybe if you just been working out like nonstop, you might need a little bit of a break. Um sometimes your body's just tired and you have to take a little bit off just to recoup and Rehab your body and make sure it's feeling nice and good. For sure. Um, what What is your like favorite? Like, what's your favorite food? Like, what? Like after, like when you don't have anything coming up and you you got a little bit of time to kind of mess around with your diet. What's your favorite food, uh, Noah? Uh, my favorite food is crab legs, and like. Junk food is um, probably cheesecake. Yeah, I and guess what? I I like I, I can hear Josh in the background. Yeah. <laughs> uh, 
I like neither of those. <laughs> I mean, I, just, I never have been a cheesecake or a crab leg person. What about you, Jack? Uh, I love Chipotle. So, I mean, that's not really like a, a cheap food <laughs> or anything, but I really like Chipotle and I like ice cream. I like Ben and Jerry's ice cream. I'd say those are my two cheap things that I love. You, you ever been to uh, Cold Stone? Yeah, it's yeah, pretty they, good. Yeah, you can't you can't beat that. I know. Uh, I know a lot of wrestlers. They'll take advantage of that, and sometimes they'll take too much advantage of it, and then it'll affect their weight. But you know, you always got to have that that uh, yeah. that one meal. Um, so what? What what's some advice, uh, Jax, that you can kind of give to the younger generation just now getting started in the sport, like at the age you got started in it? I would say just like be patient with it because I didn't like truly start loving wrestling till I was about seven or eight. So the first couple years, I would just I would be doing it because my dad wanted me to, and just to do it to do something. Uh, what about you, Noah? Um, I'd say work hard and listen to your coaches and be patient, like Jack said, but love the sport. For sure. Don't make your dad make you do it. What? I, I lost my thought process. I'll get it back here in a second. What's coming up, Noah? What 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 are some tournaments coming up that you're that you're preparing for? Uh, this weekend I'm doing a showcase thing mm-hmm. in New Jersey. Um, I don't know exactly what it's called. It's like the Dragon Showcase thing. I'll be wrestling two tough kids up there, and then after that I have a little bit of a break, and then I think it's um. Tulsa and Tyrant. For sure. What about you, Jax? Mine, uh, so my next tournament, I'm pretty sure is the Tyrant. And then I have Tulsa and then McDonough. I'm pretty sure those are all back to back. So those will be my next one. So I'm just training right now, getting ready for them. So lastly, because I know you guys got to get off here in a second. Um, Jax, do you do you have any friends like that you can hang out with? I mean, it seems like you guys do so much wrestling. Do you even do, are you even able to keep friends? Um, I mean, yeah, I have some friends, but I haven't seen them in a while because of Corona. So, and our school shut down early last year, so I haven't seen them since then. What about you? Know? Oh, yeah. What? what, what you Most say? of my friends usually are coming from wrestling. It's because I'm always around people, and I became friends with them. Make makes sense. What about you, Noah? Uh, most of my friends are wrestlers too, and I see them almost every day wrestling. Yeah, like most of my friends are at home, and I wrestle there probably like half the time. And then up here, I have Jackson, a couple other kids. Right, and you know it. It. It does make sense that you would have because that's who you're around the most. You know, I know a lot of times you may have that friend that they don't do what you do and they don't wrestle, but you guys are friends and it's kind of hard to hang out with friends like that because you're too busy 
you know, doing a lot with your sport, but, you know, you do a lot. Um, uh, if, and this is for you, uh, Noah, so you, you work hard, you're doing all of this stuff that, that it takes to achieve the goals that you want to achieve. Um, what, what would your advice, what would you think, let's say you fell short and you didn't achieve those goals, would you think that it all have been a, been a waste of time and you could have been doing other things? Or will you just think that, you know, you, you gave it a try and, and it wasn't a waste? Like, what, what would you think if you just fell short and didn't achieve any of your goals? Well, yeah, um, I definitely wouldn't think it was a waste because I've learned a lot from the sport and it's been really fun and I love the sport, so. I just like working hard. And, uh, Jax, what about you? Uh, I definitely wouldn't think it would be a waste because I would have so many friends that would have made from wrestling. And all the life lessons would, wouldn't be a waste because it eventually helped me at some point in my life when I'm working or just with finances or anything like that. Right. Do you have any idea... Uh, Jax, what you would want to do for a, a job job? So I haven't, I don't really know, but there's a couple things that would be pretty cool, I think. One would be a wrestling coach. I've always thought about doing that. And then, like, my both my parents are accounting, so, I mean, I might do something kind of like that. Or I want to be a lawyer because my mom said I like to argue with people, so she said that'd be a good job for me. <laughs> what about you, Noah? Uh, I haven't really thought of a job outside of wrestling yet. I just thought I wanted to be a wrestling coach when I got older. Um, I really don't know what I would want to be if I wasn't a wrestling coach yet. Yeah. A lot of times what you love to do is something you would want to get a job at doing it. Obviously, if you love wrestling well, it would be good to be a wrestling coach. That way you don't feel like you're working. Um, but, hey, I know you guys, you know, your time's valuable. Um, I'm going to let you guys run. Uh, uh, I do thank you for being on the uh, on the show, and we'll make sure – I'll make sure I'll get this up. And sorry about the, the last one we tried to do. You guys continue to work hard, continue to uh, uh, keep – chomping at the bit and, and getting up to the level that you need to be on and just kind of stay at this pace and you guys will have nothing but great things ahead of you. So, uh, Jax and Noah, I do appreciate your time. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, we'll see you guys. Thanks. Bye. That was, uh, Jax Forrest and Noah Nonniger. Um, those two kids work hard. I mean, they work hard. And it's the ultimate dedication when you have those guys that drive two and a half hours one way to a practice. And not only that, they go somewhere and kind of stay uh, with the coach, you know, for weeks or weeks on end, uh, doing two and three practices a day to get better. Um, again, that's dedication. So any of you wrestlers out here, if you really want to be good in a sport, you have to show that level of dedication. That's just the bottom line. I mean, or you're going to miss out. Uh, it's, if you just want to be just a good wrestler, you know, on a local and state level, then keep doing what you're doing. But why put your body through what you put it through for this sport if you don't want to be ultimately the best 
This is Ryan Hayes, and you've listened to another episode of Cast of Champions. And please join me next time.